first today on the podcast, Volcanic Wines. At Raw, I caught up with Giacomo Bardazzi, in charge of public relations and estate visits for Frank Cornelison. We taste a couple of the unique wines and Giacomo describes the project in more detail. Enjoy. Frank Cornelison, uh, everything started in, in, in 2000, 2001, when he decided to move to, to Etna in Sicily to make wine. He didn't have a background of winemaking. He was a wine broker and then uh, at some point he decided that he wanted to make wine. Uh, and he wanted to make not just wine, he wanted to make a great wine. For him, a great wine is a territorial wine. Uh, his background is really um, traditional. I mean, Burgundy, Bordeaux. Uh, he he grew up in this family where his father had this passion for for, for wine. Great cellar, great bottles of wines. He drank everything basically. When he decided he wanted to make wine, he was looking for a place where it was possible to make his ideal wine. Again, territorial wine. He heard about Etna. Uh, but he never went there before 2000, uh, actually 99. One night he was in, uh, in, nine, uh, in a restaurant with Giusto Kipinti from Kos. And uh, there was this sommelier in, and they started opening uh, bottles blind. And uh, there was this red wine and it went, uh, it must be a Gattinara from a warm vintage, you know, Gattinara from Nebbiolo from Piedmont. And then they uncovered the bottle and it was uh, Nerello Mascalese from the Northern Valley of Etna. He was extremely impressed by the wine. He loved this wine. The day after he drove up on, on Etna and, uh, and uh, he shortly realized the great potential of the region. What is the great potential of the region? The great potential of the region is that you have uh, in such a small place that is the Northern Valley of Etna, you have such a diversification of uh, terroir in the same way you have in Burgundy. In Burgundy, it's because of the geological shifts of the flux. On Etna, it's because of millennia of different lava flows that brought different mineralities in even in such a small piece of earth. And actually, it's the only place, I would say, in the northern hemisphere where the soil comes from the sky again because of the uh, volcanic eruptions that releases on the, the, the surface of the soil um, uh, this uh, sort of uh, little stones that then breaks down and creates the, the volcanic sand um, without mentioning the different altitudes of the vineyards they go from 600 to 1000 meters uh, different expositions that you have so there is such a diversification uh, in this place and Frank realized that it was the, the place to make he, the wine he had in mind. That's why his main idea is to make wines that, uh, to make Nerello Mascalese uh, working uh, single parcels. Uh, so he works mostly with 100% Nerello Mascalese coming from different vineyards. Here we have two examples uh, from 2014. We have uh, uh, the vineyard Montecolla and the vineyard uh, Porcaria. Same year, uh, same vinification, um, uh, but different soil. 
actually here the difference uh, is uh, uh, a bit more than than uh, I just took these two bottles and this is the the only vineyard Montecolla that is not on volcanic soil because it's just uh, a little mountain just in front of the volcano that is already part of the Nebrodi mountains in front so this is the only vineyard that we have that is on uh, on clay soil and facing south looking at the volcano the rest of the vineyards are all facing north so the project is to uh, work with Nerello Mascalese as a, a vehicle for showing the terroir of Etna. In the same way, Pinot Noir is a vehicle for the terroir in Burgundy and Nebbiolo it is in uh, Langa in Piedmont. Now we are tasting the, the vintage 14. Uh, that is uh, a massive vintage um, compared to uh, 15 very light, 13 very light, 16 average, I mean in terms of uh, balance between uh, mass and elegance. 14 is also one of the, people say, one of the best vintages for um, Etna. Uh, definitely uh, it was a warm vintage, you have wine with a, with a mass with a certain complexity, uh, definitely high in alcohol. Uh, probably, what is it, 15% alcohol. Uh, that is, uh, let's say, normal for, for Nerello Mascalese. Um, and normal, I would say, for Frank's wines, because Frank doesn't really care about the, the alcohol level. He doesn't control that. Apart from on, on Susucaro, the Rosé, that's the only one that he wants to keep it up to 12.5. Here is 15%, just the result of the year. But as long as everything is in balance so you have a right acidity right structure right everything uh, you don't really i mean you tell me when you taste it but you don't really feel it in the mouth of course you drink half a bottle of this you you know <laughs> you have to stop probably but uh, um, the balance is what counts clay soil compared to volcanic soils tend to give more uh, more muscles more uh, power to the wine, more structure, less verticality, more um, uh, flesh in a way. But it's already um, clear what is uh, uh, the wine that Frank wants to make because Frank likes wine with a certain flesh, with a certain um, um, uh, power, but at the same time elegance. And that's something that he can do and he can put together. I mean, power, structure and elegance on Etna because Etna, uh, he likes to say that it's not Sicily when people say, yeah, 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 Sicily no, Etna is not Sicily because it's like to be on an island on an island you're in Sicily, very much south but, you know, we have snow in winter in the vineyards until the end of February uh, it's all very well balanced uh, so what you can get with Nerello Mascalese on Etna is also elegance besides uh, uh, structure and, and, and power. Uh, that is also the, the characteristic of Nerello Mascalese. You know, it's, it's a pretty new as a, as a grape. Not many people are even able to pronounce it. It's impossible to pronounce it for people who just listen to the name. Um, so uh, people like to place it in between two known grapes just to have a reference 
between Pinot Noir and Nebbiolo. Uh, it's got some feminine aspect, floral, uh, very feminine aspect, and at the same time, it's got a masculine structure that you find also in Nebbiolo, more on the barbaresco side. I love that description. I think it's very accurate and very eloquent as well to describe this wine being very in touch with those both characteristics, the masculine and the, and the feminine. And, and I was quite surprised actually by that femininity, which for me comes out much more on the palate. I don't get so much of it in the nose, but it's definitely there. Uh, and, you, and you're seeing, yeah, both coming through in the, in the palate as well. And yeah, just a, a lovely structured um, mature wine and um, would would this age well as well this looks this feels like it's got a lot of years still to go left in it that's a good question uh, we can only guess uh, because uh, you probably know that uh, Etna is a pretty young wine region um, until 2000, especially in the Northern Valley, until 2000, nobody was making serious wine. They were just making table wine or selling grapes to, to other regions. So basically, there are no bottles to judge how long Narello Mascalese is going to last. Frank, uh, the first vintage uh, Frank was 2001, 2000, uh, I mean, 500 bottles of magma. And uh, of course, there is no one left. So the guess is uh, that, especially in a good vintage like 2014, a good Nerello Mascalese could last for 10, 15 years, maybe 20. Frank is, is positive about it. Magma, that is our top wine, even 20, 25 years in 2014. 2015, lighter vintage, uh, probably a bit less, I would say 10 to 15 years, but it's, it's still a guess. <laughs> Frank is, uh, well, we work with 24 actors, probably half of them are owned by Frank, half of them are rented or leased in different forms. Um, average age of the vines of all the vineyards is about 50, 60 years. Uh, the vineyards are more than 100 years old. Uh, so what you have on Etna, although it's a very young region for, for winemaking, but you have very uh, ancient vineyards that are really something that it's uh, just for looking at the vineyard, it's something that you know, uh, everybody should come to Etna, just look at those amazing terraced vineyards, uh, uh, all uh, um, alberello, bush vine, they're really beautiful. Uh, I said that, um, Frank is also planting um, two hectares at the moment, uh, starting from scratch and of course he's not going to uh, use that grape for, for, for several years probably it's uh, after seven eight years he's gonna start using part of that grape for our starting level reds but what he keeps saying that he planting a, a new vineyard on Etna means to work for the next generation so he always mentioned the next generation uh, it, from, in different aspects of what he's doing because that's his vision is not making wine only for um, for for himself of course he does like anybody but he, he's uh, very much interested in bringing the, the Etna up um, and that's also the evolution uh, in the, that's uh, people that was drinking his wines years ago 
and he kept drinking his wines uh, over the years. Uh, the evolution that that's the reason he's uh, uh, wine making, if there is any, although the wine making is still pretty much the same, uh, but the wines are, are much less Franco Nelson and much more Etna rather than the first years. Um, and that's where he wants to get. Yeah, our second wine. Yes, so PA uh, uh, is uh, uh, Contrada Feudo di Mezzo. Uh, the vineyard name is Porcaria. Uh, we are back on the volcano. We are back on volcanic soil facing north. Um, uh, about 630 meters high. Uh, the characteristic of the vineyard is um, uh, that the soil is pretty rocky. There is a lot of basalt in, in this one. So in, in these two bottles, the main difference, if you notice any, is you know, volcanic soil here and clay soil here. The Rello Mascalese is the same, 100%, and the vinification is, of course, the same for all the reds. What I find is, is that volcanic soil gives more precision, more acidity. And it's, it's, it's longer in the mouth, so it's more vertical. I think that might be my first vo volcanic... I'll just say that again. I, th I think that might... might <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> it's coating my mouth, stopping me talking. I think that might be my first volcanic wine. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm having a bit of trouble talking because it's, it's quite um, effective. You know, I, I think there's... Uh, you know, there's a lot going on, you know, that, um, there is minerality. And I like the comparison of we're just changing the soil here, but it's it's a different wine. It's, it's totally different. Um, personally, the one I would drink more of would, would be the second. Um, but, but I'm having a bit of trouble describing exactly why. I think you used the word you used precision. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just sitting better with me it's really delicious wine and, and it's honestly not like anything that i've tasted before it's really great yeah like i say i'm just i'm kind of processing um and it's basically all the things that you said about the first one but then there's a, there's something more for me than here there's some there's, there's some there's another note that it's playing i guess in my brain that this one didn't play and it's it's Every vintage in, in, on Etna can be extremely different, uh, much more, I would say, than in other places in Italy. Uh, you have the same wines that uh, in um, the next year is going to be the same, but completely different in structure and, and, um, and, and, and style. Uh, it's, if you taste 2015 or the same wines, uh, they are different. You do recognize the the, 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 the red line of the of the of the, of the wine, but uh, every vintage speaks for itself much more than any other place. I would say uh, 2015 is uh, is is ethereal. It's very fresh, very light. Um, 14 was. Uh, was again this one that we tasted massive rich complex uh, overwhelming in a way in, in the mouth um, 16 again is different 16 you have actually a balance between the two you have a structure but at the same time you have the, some elegance that uh, we found in, in, in 2015 and that's also really um, interesting 
uh, on Etna for me. Uh, well, you have differences in, vin- in vintages everywhere, of course. Uh, but I found that on Etna is uh, really you, you do remember every vintage in a way that you don't in other places. Very unique wines there, which you could hear really affected me. Please check out Frank Cornelison's website below. And do check me out too. I'm at Interpreting Wine on Instagram and Facebook. See you next time.